Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Renee Reich. Renee is a four-time number one international best-selling author for Finding Your Voice, Unlock Your Chains, and Unleash Your Greatness. She's a speaker, ambassador for Chemo Buddies for Life, founding member of Be Connected, and transformational coach. Using the butterfly effect with her voice blueprint, Renee works with women struggling with limiting beliefs. Welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you so much, Gigi. It's a pleasure and honor to be here with you today. Likewise. Now, can you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Originally from the East Coast, born in New York, raised in New Jersey, and been out in California for a little while now, a few decades. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in Southern California. I love it. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Now, tell us more about your international best-selling book, Finding Your Voice. So this is based on a personal experience that I had in 2013, losing my voice to an illness. It's called viral pharyngitis. So interesting that we're doing this interview today in the time of COVID, because when I went through that experience in 2013, I wasn't allowed to be with the public. If I were to go out, if I was to go out, I had to wear a mask. And if anybody was to come and see me, they too had to wear a mask because I was very contagious. And I remember laying on the gurney in the ER, asking if I was at the time, and he said, you're highly contagious, you can't be with the public. So Gigi, you know me quite well, and anybody else listening out there who does know me knows I love to be with people and I love to interact and communicate. And it's interesting, the things I love most in this life, aside from God, which not aside, but God number one, my family number two, is the ability to connect and to speak with others. And those things were taken away from me. I'm gonna say from me, hindsight, they were taken away for me. But at the time, it was definitely from me. I was not spiritual. I didn't really know what was going on other than that I was in severe pain and there was no way out. It affected me physically because of the multitude and magnitude of the sores that riddled my vocal cords. Emotionally, because I wasn't able to be with my loved ones. And mentally, because doctors were unable to help me and I really had no idea how I would help myself. It was like locked away and, and no answers. And when you turn to doctors for help and they don't have any answers for you and you're sitting between four walls, you don't know what you're going to do. And, and, you know, I could have said I went within, I did all these meditations. I didn't. As I said, I wasn't spiritual. I didn't know where to turn. I was praying. I didn't know where my answers would come from. It wasn't about where they would come from and being with other people. It was about stepping out of life. And I was running through life like this hamster on a hamster wheel. And I write about that in my book because I was literally running through life. My best friend who's watching over me from heaven, along with my father, she used to actually yell at me and she would say, Renee, slow down with some very strong verbiage. And I didn't listen. I'm like, no, I have to do this. I have to do that. I was, I was in charge of multi-million dollar teams in corporate America. And I was given a lot of a lot of things I needed to do. And um, I was a go-getter and I still am. And when people, you know, put things upon me that I need to date, take care of, I kept doing them. And I said, well, I can't say I can't do it. 
because that would look bad. I can't tell them too much. I have to see I can do it. So I didn't even, I just did it. I just stayed up into the wee hours of the morning. I stayed up, you know, late at night. I just kept going and going and going. And eventually there was a higher power that said, you got to stop this because I got bigger plans for you and you don't know them yet. But if you keep going at the pace and the rate that you're going, you're never going to achieve them. So I was pulled out of life with no voice, severe pain, and literally no way out. Like you're in this jail cell, which is your own body, and you're screaming inside, but nothing is coming out because nobody could hear you. And it was a, it, it wreaked havoc on me. I, I went into a depression, quite frankly, because I didn't know what to do. And, and I, I didn't have any answers. And sometimes in life, when you get quiet and you stop that chatter, you get answers. I love it. I, yeah, it's really a, um, a difficult time. You know, my I had created this course and I have a course. That it's based on the butterfly effect, Gigi. And if you think about a butterfly, a butterfly, it starts as a caterpillar crawling. And that's all of us. We come in as these babies, as the infants. We don't even know. We're trying to find our way, crawling our way through life. We bump into things. We come across obstacles. We keep going. We try to find our way until we start reaching up to lift ourselves up. Or we get a hand to help lift us up along our journey. And then we go into this stage of this chrysalis stage, which I believe I went into when I was pulled out of life. It's this ooey, gooey, mucky stage, which is so uncomfortable that you really want to go away. And trust me, I wanted to go away. I didn't want to be here anymore because the pain was so great and there were no answers to get out of the pain or nothing to take for the pain that I didn't want to live. I just didn't want to survive because it was too intense. And when they didn't say, you know, the doctors being they, that it would get better, give it a week, give it a it wasn't like a little cold that, you know, in a few days, check back in a week, take this, you'll feel better in the morning. There was literally nothing. I ended up having close to 20 vials of blood drawn in three and a half months, close to four months with no answers because they were trying to peel back the layers of the onion to find out what does she have? And why can't she get better? And as I said, it's sometimes stepping out of life and getting quiet and just being it's of doing, 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 going, going, going. You know, I was taking care of everybody under the sun but me. I care so much for other people and making sure everybody else was happy. But I didn't care enough for myself. And in doing that, I went down in a really painful way. So much so, as I said, it was to the point of not wanting to survive. Because I felt that this is what life is about. It's, it's too painful. You know, if you think about strep throat and you 10 exit, or you think about lighting a, a fire that's in your throat, the, 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 the vessel that you use, the instrument that you use to communicate is no longer available. And it's not just that it wasn't there. It was the pain that was associated with it. It was, it was very intense. And I just didn't know how to, how to stop it. So I wanted to stop. I wanted to stop living. 
And, you know, God has other plans for us, which we never know. But because of that, and my best friend in my life, who, as I said, is watching me from heaven, I was able to come through it. And we all need that champion in our life, that wonder woman to show you that you are a wonder woman in yourself. And I think about Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. She had the power the whole time. And so did everybody that she came up along the way with. Scarecrow looking for the brain and he was the smartest one there. The Tin Man looking for a heart. He had the biggest heart of all. Dorothy had to keep oiling him with the oil can because he he got he cried all the time. She she oiled him so he wouldn't rust. And then the cowardly lion, who wasn't so cowardly because he's the one who stood up for Dorothy when the wicked witch of the West came down to do her harm. And then she was looking for a way back to Kansas. And she had the power within her the whole time. The ruby slippers were just a metaphor for the power she had within her. And when they got to Oz, this man with the big voice, when Toto went back and peeled that curtain back, was this little man that pretended he had all this power, but was looking for that himself. The whole moral of this story is that we all have the power within us. Sometimes it takes a special person in our life to show us what we already had the whole time. Very uplifting. Now you mentioned losing your voice. Talk to us a little bit more about your experience with speaking again for the first time. Do you remember the first words that you said? That's a great question. No one's ever asked me that. I've been on a lot of podcasts. No one's ever asked me that one. I don't actually recall the first words I spoke, it was it was gone, as I said, for close to four months. I know that, well, first I want to back up for one moment because I believe, and I think your audience needs to hear this, that the my voice was taken for me, but I believe it was from the metaphoric loss of my voice in life for not standing up for myself, for not speaking up for myself, for speaking my truth. For being that people pleaser, as I said, taking care of everybody but me, making sure everybody else is taken care of but me, and never speaking my my truth, how I really felt. My best friend used to say, where do you want to go today if we both had a day off? Or what do you want to do for dinner? You know what I always said? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I never wanted to disappoint anybody. She wasn't asking me to ask her the same question. She asked me because she Loved me and wanted to know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go, because she cared. It wasn't that we were going to necessarily do what I wanted or do what she wanted. But when you care about something, you're like, well, what do you feel like? What do you want to do? It was important. But I never took it that way. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't want to let anybody down. Let's do what they want to do. What they want to have. You know, so it, it really bubbled over my decision-making process in my own life. Because I didn't trust myself or believe in myself. So my voice was literally taken because I didn't use it the way it was meant to be used and stand up for me and speak my truth. If something bothered me, say so. If someone hurt me, say so. Don't be the doormat. 
speak up. So I encourage and empower and invite those who feel that they their voice has been taken in some way to join me on the journey in finding your voice because I developed the course for you for that reason. It's not a DIY course, go sign up for the course and buy it at blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. You're joining me and I'm joining you. We're joining arms and locking arms to be in a safe space because that's why I developed it. It's a voice blueprint. So it's these, I'll give you a little heads up. It's vulnerabilities. So in the first week, we talk about that and we release that. And then O stands for something I, C, E. And then the sixth week, we tie it all together. And that's why I wrote the book. The book is also not a DIY in it. I'm with you the whole way. After each chapter, I have what's called, a, I don't know if you can see it, takeaway. Yes. It's a, where is it? There we go. Takeaway. After each chapter, it's 11 chapters. It's a very thin and short read, but it's a powerful read. Because I didn't want it to be a book about somebody wrote a book and yay them and all that, you know, grandiose stuff. It's not that. And it's also not a sad book because it's not about all the pain and suffering. I just introduced that in the first couple of pages of what I what happened and how I believe it happened. And, and that, just a couple of pages. The rest are stories within the book. Just like each one of us, we write our own story. You're all authors every day of your own book. And the thing is, you get to edit it any time and any day and any moment you want. Because you're the author of your book, you can do this and you can change it. If you don't like what's going on, change it. You can do that. You can edit it whenever, wherever you like. And I'm not saying it's easy. Because again, that chrysalis stage, that ooey gooey mucky stage, it's hard. It's not an easy part of the journey. And I'm here for those who would like to reach out because I invite you to reach out. I encourage you to reach out. You know, this life is not meant to be lived alone. It's quite lonely when you do. That's a choice. That's why it's also an invitation to join me. Very powerful. Now, as you know, and you're aware, I am a huge advocate for the phrase never give up. And when you and I spoke, you said that those words mean so much to you. Can you explain to the audience why they mean so much to you? Can you see this bracelet, Gigi? Yes. It says, it's a little faded, but it says, where is it? Never give up. I will take it off. I put this on. Isn't that something? Wow. Is And I, yeah, this was not pre-rehearsed. So I did not know you were going to say that. And I have this bracelet on today. So this bracelet was my best friend's bracelet that I found after she passed. It was at the bottom of one of her drawers. Why I went into that drawer? Why I went to the bottom of that drawer? Don't ask. I don't know. Who would do that? Who would go into their best friend's drawer after they passed and go to the bottom of it? I don't know what I was looking for. I don't feel I was looking for anything. I don't, I was sent there's all I can say. It was, I, I, that's never happened. I mean, thankfully I haven't had other, she's my best friend in the world. So I haven't experienced that with anybody else. Thank God. Um, but um, yeah, it was an interesting thing and I found it and I immediately put it on because I feel she sent me there. 
and I, I, I wear it with pride. I don't, I don't actually wear it all the time because as you can see, it's fading and I don't want to do anything to even to fix it because it's, I want it to be the way it was and the way it always will be. So it's about never giving up, not only in life, but not giving up on yourself because, you know, we all came here for a reason and a purpose and we never know it at the time. But even through those sticky stages in life, if you can find the courage and the strength to hang on and hang on tight and reach out, life is an ebb and flow. And to get back into the flow of life, you need to hold on tight to life and to reach out to those giving you not a hand out, but a hand up. That's what life is about. We all need that. I did then, and I'm going to tell you, I still need it now. We all need people in our lives because everyone's at a different stage. Coaches need coaches. I always said, and I wrote in the book, I'm always going to be a student of life and a teacher in life. Because the more I learn, I'm like the sponge, the more I can impart and impact somebody else's life in a positive way. And that's what I intend to keep doing. And you are very inspiring. Now, tell us more about your experience as the ambassador for Chemo Buddies for Life. You know, it's it's very interesting. My dear, dear friend, Tamara L. Hunter, is the CEO and co-founder for Chemo Buddies for Life. And we just spoke earlier today. And she is a really dear friend. My dad passed of lung cancer in December of 2018. He never smoked a day in his life. And she has chemo buddies for life, which I was an ambassador for her before my dad was even diagnosed. And the premise of chemo buddies is that nobody should face cancer alone. I'm grateful that I was there for my dad, that my mom was there for my dad, that we were there for each other as we all went through it together. Like I said earlier in life, it's not be meant to, it's not meant to be lived alone. So if you're going through something, you don't ever want to go through it by yourself and feel that you're going to just get through it because you need people to uplift you. And there's this great four letter word that I love to use. It's called love. It's got the highest vibration, love and gratitude, you know, love others, love on others, love yourself first. So you can pour from your overflow of your own cup. And find gratitude in every day, in any way you can, whether it's the pillow you're sleeping on, the food that you get to eat. You get to experience life, not you have to experience. You get to. It's a privilege to be here. We get to experience even the mucky stuff. Like, how, how, is, that, how is that grateful or how is that loving? Because there's a reason we go through it. Did I expect to come down with an illness? that was so painful that I didn't want to survive? Did I expect to, to, did I also expect to write a four times number one best-selling book on the flip side of the, of the sadness? No, I didn't. I kept getting people who called me and said, Renee, you should write a book. And I even wrote in the book, who am I to write a book? I never written a book. I love to write, but a book was a, it was a big deal. And then I enough people telling me that it was knocking me over the head. I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to write this thing. 
because it's in telling our story and sharing our, our journey that we can help inspire somebody else in their own life. Because even though we, we feel we are, you know, different and nobody else went through what we went through, nobody else is going to go through exactly what you went through, but it's going to be relatable on some level. And this is the beauty of being there and being a coach for others, especially women. I say women because as a woman, I know what it's like coming from corporate America. You know, I never felt good enough. No matter what I did, more was always put upon me. And I felt like I had to do more. It wasn't something that, you know, in hindsight's twenty twenty, that um, anybody did to me. There were choices I made, staying up late, getting up early, working. You know, I look forward and I wrote in the book, I look forward to my days off, not to take a breath. To say, oh, good, I got the next two days off. I could work even more. I could do even more. So when I go back, I could be with my people. You know, I, I always wanted to be present for them. And even if it meant putting myself last and staying up till one or two o'clock in the morning and, you know, getting off work and coming home to do more work. I did that. Those were choices. So, you know, in hindsight, was it the smartest thing to do? No, because I got really sick from it. But also it was something that I tried to learn from. I look back on things, not to not to stay stuck or look back or stay there, but to see what I did and not to repeat that same choice. I'm not going to say mistake because it was a choice. And it's in learning from the choices that we can create new pathways for ourselves and be there to support others. Very uplifting. Now tell us more about your voice blueprint. So that's a course that I created after the book because I felt that this was something that the book is definitely a great tool because as I said, I've got takeaway sections for each chapter to pose to the readers and it's been doing really well and I'm so grateful for that. And the course is something I created. So I wanted people to be able to come together in a group, so it's once a week on Zoom for about 90 minutes. And each week I wanted them to be able to, you know, peel back those layers of the onion, the things that are keeping them stuck. So like I said, the first is V is vulnerability. So kind of get all down and dirty and then get get rid of those limiting beliefs, the things that are keeping them stuck, whether it's in their job or their marriage or or if they're a single mom or whatever that is, whatever place in their life, they're feeling stuck. And we don't always see it, but when we just kind of stop the chatter up here, you know, I spoke about this in another um, podcast I was on. We have a, a heart in our, we have a brain in our hearts. It's that heart math. And sometimes we think too much with this thinking brain and not enough with the feeling brain. And you get out of your head and into your heart can accomplish so much more. And it's not to be too much of a, of a thinker or too sensitive. It's to really bring the two together and to be able to help others. So in the voice blueprint that I created, you know, as I said, it's not a DIY because we would have done it ourselves a long time ago. So I'm there to hold your hand through each step, through each week of that. So I also created a, a private Facebook group for this. And it's called Find Your Voice with Renee. I actually just put it up before this. So um, I'd like you to join that. and have some questions if you'd like to come on and, and be part of that. I, I'd like you to join that. So 
come on in and uh, see what it's about. We'll be happy to support in any way. And, and I really want to be here for other people. And this is what it is. So you can private message me also on Facebook if you have any questions about it. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. <laughs> I'm on a lot of social media. And um, I'm really happy to support and serve. I would love to have you in this Voice Blueprint course. It starts beginning of June. And actually, for your listeners, I have a special coupon code. So when you go to ReneeReich.com forward slash voice, and you put in the uh, code voice and the coupon code, you'll get an extra special discount offer. So for those listeners out there, it's about serving and giving and sharing and sharing our voices. And that's what this is about. We all need that, that person in our life. And I'd like to be that person, that vessel for you. I'm so grateful mine came back. I didn't know that. You know, after that four months of that four months of being isolated, Gigi, there was a time where my doctor sent me to a specialist to see if it was permanent damage because doctors really didn't know if I'd be able to speak again, which that alone was extremely frightening. The day when I went there and I found out that it wasn't permanent, I had partnered with a voice coach that my doctor referred me to. And just like our muscles, you know, when we don't use them, what happens is they atrophy. And you have to rework them. You don't just go and lift 50 pounds. Maybe you start with three, then five, then 10, then 15, until you work your muscles. Well, if you ever look up your vocal cords, it's like these two rubber bands in your throat. And mine had atrophied from not being used for such a long period of time. I had to work them up again. So I had to go through this vocal coaching. And I actually went on YouTube and Google and I was doing extra work because I wanted to, I wanted to speed up the process if I could. You can't really speed it up, but you could do more work. It's a process. Life is a process. There's no quick fix to things. And it's going through these journeys that we go through, that we get to the other step. They're all stepping stones to the next phase of our journey. And that's what it is. It's not like you go from, you know, zero to hero without the stuff in between. Like I said, that butterfly effect. You didn't just come out of the womb and start running a marathon. You crawled. You came across obstacles. You went around the obstacles because obstacles are just what your perception is of them being an obstacle. If you see another way, it's no longer an obstacle, right? Just because you have in front of you doesn't mean there's no way around it. So you find a way, you crawl around the, the chair or the couch or whatever it is, and you find a way or you lift or you start pulling yourself up and you, you can see more, see more clearly. So when you go through these different phases and you can, the obstacles are only those which we put in front of us and we perceive as obstacles. So our perception is really is what the key is. Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about a time in your life where you experienced an aha moment. Aha moment. Well, really, it's in finding my voice, Gigi. And the day I found out that I was going to be able to speak again, you know, I'm going to say something. I made promises, including to the man upstairs, that I don't say man to the, the force, the powers that be up, up above that I would be better, do better, would take better care of myself. And I did for a while, 
but old habits die hard. So it was a, a it was an eye opener for me to listen to my own voice and take care of myself. So, you know, in finding when losing my voice, it really was finding my voice. And I think that the aha moment is that we all have that power within each of us and not to give up on yourself, that you are capable of more than you think. And we have resources. And now, especially, you know, so much is online that in, in seeing people, yes, I miss being with people personally because I'm such a, such a lover of, of people in person, but you also want to be safe and protected. And so right now I'm grateful that we have technology to bring us together. And I, I think the aha moment is knowing, just like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, that we have that power within us. And we have resources. If we don't, if you don't feel you have it within you, to reach out and to and to, to find people to help you. And I'm I'm a great connector, so I'm always happy to, if I'm not the person, then to connect with who is. I'm also, as uh, you mentioned in my bio, a founder of Be Connected. That's an international global company where we help entrepreneurs and solopreneurs connect with either their ideal client or JV partner. So I'm a founding affiliate member there, and I'm happy to support in that too. Anybody that's got a either an association or a nonprofit, we also have a program there where those nonprofits can earn non-dues revenue in the organizations and associations. So please partner with me on, on that as well if you're looking to do that. I'm happy to support on uh, any of those levels. So this is what life is about. It's all about connections and being authentic, being you, being real. You know, like I said, I, I can't tell you that I figured this thing called life out. I think we all do every day. We step into our greatness. It's was this unlock your chains, unleash your greatness. It's my own chains that I was bound up in. And I think it's our own chains that we bound ourselves up in all the time. And I think it's just a matter of unlocking them or having someone in your life to help you unlock them and unleash the greatness that is within. I love it. Renee, now what is the best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? I believe walking with purpose is really knowing in your heart what you came here to do. And not everybody knows that I didn't know that. You would have asked me five, six years ago what I was, well, I, I'm, I was working retail. I was running multiple teams very successfully. I would have thought maybe that's what I was supposed to do, just be in service and in a retail kind of a position. Even though I was in management, it was still in retail and I was you know, responsible for a lot of people. But it was on a much grander scale for a much bigger purpose. And finding my passion and my purpose. And it was in losing something very special, which is my own voice, that you find your gift. I'm not saying that anybody has to lose something in life or somebody in life and losing my best friend, my dad, my job. You know, those are pretty painful and potent losses. But it allowed me, I'm not going to say but, and it allowed me to see what really mattered most in my life and who mattered most in my life. 
the first person should be yourself, that you matter and that you're enough. And then find within what motivates you, what drives you, what lights you up, what gets you going in the morning. What do you love to do? What would you do if you didn't even get paid for it that you just love so much with so much passion in your heart? This, this burning desire to, to do. Find that. That's, that's your aha. That's your, your thing, your jam, your, your mojo that, that is here for you to make your mark in the world and to leave your legacy. We each are born with a gift. We don't always know it at the time. But when you get quiet and, and find your own voice, you find your purpose. When you find your own voice, you find your purpose. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Thank you, Renee. Now, can you tell us more about your group coaching that starts in June? Yes. So it's going to be, as I mentioned, a group of, it's going to be a handful, just a handful. I'm not looking for hundreds of people because I like it to be intimate. You know, the word intimacy is into me, I see. So we'll be able to see into each other. In a group setting, Zoom coaching, 90 minutes, once a week. It's, as I said, we'll start with the V, the vulnerability, and we'll have like a hot seat each week and we'll have a Q&A going on in there and tools to help you unlock your own chains, to unleash your own greatness and find your own voice. And um, as I said, at the end, we'll be the, the sixth week, we'll tie it all together and it'll be an opportunity for you also in that I'm including a 30-minute one-on-one coaching with me because some people may not be ready just to dive into that. They may want just to coach. I like to talk to people first before we enter into that. So I'll be including the 30-minute one-on-one coaching as well. And uh, I'm excited because, as I said, nobody had done this for me when I was looking to, you know, to get out and, and be that person but yet I knew this was something that was needed in the world, especially during these COVID times. Even though things may be slightly opening up now, it's still an opportunity for us to come together in this setting and to feel like you're in a safe space, to be able to share your voice, share your vulnerability, share what you feel is keeping you stuck. And you may not know it's keeping you stuck. Sometimes when somebody has already been through a different part of the journey, they come to it with different eyes and different ears. You know, I always say we've got two of these in, on the either side of our face and two ears and one mouth. When we listen more and we speak less, that's another part of finding your voice. When I was quarantined for almost four months with no voice and no way out, and I just looked out of my window like a hospital window, not knowing where my journey was going to go or if it was going to end right there. It was just getting quiet and listening. So I like to listen to other people and just be there and hear them and hear their story and hear what's going on because then you can come up with solutions. Amen. Be in the present moment. Very powerful. Renee, now where can the audience find you? So you can go to reneereich.com. That's my website. I'm also, you can go, if you're looking to sign up for the course, which I'd love to invite you to, there's a special Promo for your audience. So reneereich.com forward slash voice. 
And for the coupon code, again, you put the word voice in the coupon code. And that will start beginning of June. So ReneeRice.com forward slash voice. So it'll be, yep, that's perfect, Gigi. Thank you for putting that up there. Six powerful weeks together to empower and inspire and, and ignite your own flame from within and help you and be there and be real and be vulnerable and release those limiting beliefs that have been keeping you stuck. It's time. It's time to let go of that baggage and, and you know, step into life, step into your purpose, step into your own power by becoming empowered. And I'm, I'm happy to present this to you. I'm happy to be here and be that vessel and that voice to serve you in this way. I am also, as I said, on social media. So I'm Renee Reich. You can look me up there. I've got a special voice uh, group that I just put out there, as I said before you came on there. So Renee, Finding Your Voice with Renee. You can go to that too, Finding Your Voice with Renee. There's a group there that I'm going to have just for this as well. So it's finding, F-I-N-D-I-N-G, Finding Your Voice with Renee. So um, that as well. And I have uh, another group on um, Facebook as well. So definitely it's Finding Your Voice with Renee or Finding Your Voice is another group. There's different ways, but the best and easiest way, go to ReneeReich.com forward slash voice for the course. Renee at Renee Reich is my web is my um my email. So if you want to email me, you can do Renee at Renee Reich and put the word voice in the subject heading. And I will know it's from my interview here today with Gigi. So any which way you would like to get in touch with me, feel free. I'm happy to serve you. So that's what it's about. It's sharing our voices together. Sharing our voices together. I love it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Renee at ReneeReich.com and make sure to use the code that she mentioned earlier. And that's voice. Very powerful. Renee, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Gigi. And it's been such an honor and a pleasure and a gift to share our voices together. And today is a day of prayer. So I remember seeing this when you put me for this day and this time. So I'm like, oh my God, Gigi, it's a day of prayer. So say your prayers, be grateful, fill your day with gratitude, fill your heart with love. And let the people in your life know you love them. Life is, is short. You know, it's here to be lived. It's here to be filled with love and gratitude and let people in your life know you appreciate them. Amen. Thank you, Renee. Thank you so much, Gigi.